Today is Monday, August 24th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of this Joe Batanz show, where I talk about the latest developments in this gift that's been given me by the Lord Almighty himself called Life. My long time. But we're going to talk about it right here on this Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of the show called This Joe Batanz. Did I say my name was This Joe Batanz? I don't know what I say anymore. Anyway, like I said also, today is Monday, August 24th, 2020. And uh, lots to talk about today. Stuff happened today, and I told you I had a topic for it. You know, I wonder if, because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I almost wonder if I should save that topic for tomorrow. I get worried. Like, what? I don't want to blow my load. Something just happened right now, actually. Uh, my parents had told me that my uncle Rudy, who was the executor of, so so to speak, of my grandparents' estate, had sent me a card, and uh, I was just kind of like, okay, but I didn't. They hadn't opened. They just said, oh, he he sent you some sort of card, and uh, all right. So right now, right before I came on the air, I, I said to go get a glass of water, and I had an Amazon package, it was some envelope that I didn't know what it was, and I was like, all right, well, let me just do that now. And uh, I take the card from Rudy, and I open it, and it's a nice little greeting, a little card, and it says, Grandma and Grandpa would want you to have this, and inside was a check for a $1,000. A check for a thousand dollars. I guess that's my inheritance from my grandparents. A check for a thousand dollars. Uh, I don't know. It feels like I've never had gotten an inheritance before. So it feels wrong. I don't know. It feels like I stole money or something. I mean, I know I didn't steal money, but, uh, I didn't expect it. Um, I think I already know what I'm going to do with the money. Uh, I was looking at buying at one of them purple mattresses and i think that's what i'm gonna do i think i'm gonna buy myself a fancy purple mattress and uh yeah just get myself a nice purple mattress and uh without any payments there you go there's your purple mattress uh anyway um so that that was it's it's kind of weird it kind of makes me a little emotional i'm not like gonna cry or anything like that but it is I wasn't expecting anything, so to actually get something... I'm also trying to put together this... Oh, wait. I also bought a box for index cards. I'm stupidly trying to put it together while I'm doing this very special, intimate show with you guys. I actually don't even know how... Well, that's the top. I actually don't know how this box works. 
Anyway, I'll play with it as I talk to you guys. Clearly, there's some sort of buttons and stuff, whatnot. And I'm trying to figure out how these buttons work. Okay, so let's talk about today. And then if we have time, we'll go to the topic I was talking about. You will definitely hear um, the topic. It has to do... The, the topic I was going to do today has to do with afterthought. Oh, and the future of afterthought. And afterthought isn't going anywhere, but it's more about just, you know, what does the future... Oh, this box wasn't very hard at all. Uh, what does the future of afterthought look like? There have been some developments. But we'll save that for... I'm sure there will be a day this week that I don't have anything to talk about. I just... Okay, so I put the, the box together. Guys, it is the nerdiest box. It's too big. I mean, it's fine. I'll use it, but... um what it is, is I have, for Cook's Country, they give you these recipe cards. And they're big. They're like awkward-sized recipe cards. And so I bought a box big enough, but it was only, like, bigger by the box. It was supposedly, I think they gave me too big of a box. This can't be the size of the box. Anyway, um, this is, a like, a shoe box. It's fine. It'll hold the cards. Um... But the, their recipe card our cards are big. And so I bought I thought I, I bought one that was only like a half. So the recipe cards are four and a half by six inches. And I bought a five. Well, I thought I bought a five by six recipe box. But this looks bigger. This looks like it's, I guess maybe it could be. I don't know. Who, who knows? Uh, okay. So today. Uh, I had to, what today was the three out of the four. I don't know if I talked about this. I'm going to talk about it. Um, I have a kid that I had last year. His name's Lucas and he lives in Hong Kong. Okay. Goes to an American school there. And I know I've talked about him before and I teach him. Okay. Now I taught him a year ago, but he had four hours left. Uh, and so. A year went by. I was actually supposed to make up those four hours in March. And um, it's obviously because of coronavirus. It never happened. And now he wants to make up those four hours. And I want to get those four hours off my, my ledger, essentially. The thing with Hong Kong is the time. It's like it, it couldn't be a more inconvenient relationship with time than... Um, than, it, than, than with L.A. and Hong Kong. Because right now, I have to wake up to teach him at 9 p.m. his time. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. No, I have to teach him at 6 a.m. I have to wake up before that. See, if I was in the East Coast, I would just, you know, it'd be a 9 a.m. Oh, that would be the greatest thing. To teach kids in Hong Kong in the East Coast, on the East Coast, it'd be the greatest thing. It'd be the greatest thing ever. 9 o'clock, it's 9 p.m. for them, 9 a.m. for you, Whatever. And even if they wanted to work at 7 p.m., it's there is a, I learned this with Drag Race Recap. There is a big difference between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. I don't know what it is because there's not that big of a difference for me between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. or 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., but there's a big motherfucking difference. There isn't that big of a difference either between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m., but there is a big-ass difference between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. Full stop. And... uh I would even do 7 a.m. Oh, my, it'd be great. It'd be done by 10, you know, 10 or 11, do all my tutoring. Oh, my God. That'd be great. Amazing. I'm actually thinking, well, I'll deal with that tomorrow, the day I talk about all the drama. 
the work drama, career drama. Anyway, uh, so I taught, I had, a, so what happens when I wake up to teach Lucas, and I talked about this on Fat Camp, uh, I get up and I go to McDonald's in the morning because their iced coffee is the only coffee I can drink that doesn't fuck with my stomach. Okay. And my dad taught me this trick. I never thought of it. It's not really a trick. I just didn't think of it. Because I, I can only drink so little of their coffee. So, be, even that, yeah, I can only have, I'm so sensitive to caffeine. I can only have, like, a medium sugar-free iced coffee today. I only had about a fourth of it. And that was good for me for today. If I drank the whole thing, I would be, like, bouncing off the walls. And I wouldn't go to sleep. Okay. So, uh, I had a fourth of it today. And so he said, get it without ice. It'll never get watered down. And you can have it over a few days. And like, that's what I'm going to do. So tomorrow, I'm getting up early to talk to Aiden on his way to work. And so I'll have it tomorrow, too. Um, but I had to wake up at five this morning, take a shower, uh, do a little prep work for the class, but also go to McDonald's and buy the iced coffee. Then I talked to class. Now, here's the thing. I thought I read that the SAT in Hong Kong was canceled. Okay. But he's still doing a class. We only have one class left. And then my commitment to him is done. My commitment to him is done. And, uh, but, um, but anyway, taught him at 6 a.m. 7 a.m. I went, I played a little bit of Animal Crossing. I think I, I think I know. I went back to sleep for like a couple hours. Woke up, woke up, woke up around 8.45. And um, my parents were leaving. I haven't talked about this yet, but my mom has to get surgery on her neck. She has severe arthritis in her neck and if she doesn't get it taken care of and do some sort of fusion or something like that uh she could be paralyzed so she had to get some x-rays done the surgery is in the mid-september but the point the reason i bring that up is uh starting in mid-september for two months it's going to be uh prison sandwich all over again for two months awful Anyway, uh, but luckily, see, when Prison Sandwich, my dad was still working when Prison Sandwich happened. Now my dad's not working, so he's going to take the brunt of it. I actually think it'll be the healthiest thing because I'm going to do all, now look, I'm going to have to do all the cleaning too, but I'm going to do all the cooking, which means I get to design the menu. That means no more corn dogs for lunch. My dad doesn't know what hit him yet. There's going to be, I'm telling you. There will be major, major tantrums and fights in the beginning of all this because he's going to be mad because I'm going to make him eat vegetables. And it's not going to be fucking corn dogs for lunch. It probably will for the first couple of weeks. And I'll tell you why. Just for pure economics. Is one, they've stocked up already. They're the freezer full of corn dogs and frozen pizzas and shit like that. And two, she already told me right before she goes in for surgery, she's doing an order of all the food because she doesn't trust me. So we're going to have to burn through all that food first. And I'll do that. For the economics of it, I will burn through all that food. Okay? 
But when all that food is done, she even said, you're going to have to make the menu and do all the ordering and stuff like that. Instacart. Oh, it, it's going to happen. There will be vegetables in this fucking house and fruit. Shit's going to go down. Anyway, um, we got that. Then, uh, so they, she went to get her x-rays done. I was here, but what did I do while they, she went to get her x-rays? Oh, that's when I talked to Aiden for a little bit, and then I talked to Adam Vaughn, and then I did the rumor mill with Lori today. Oh, and then that's the other thing, too, is um, right when they left, I watched the first half of this documentary called Tabloid. It's an Errol Morris film. And I watched the first half because Lori had asked me for her Patreon to recap Tabloid. Uh, for some show she does per Patreon. So I watched the first half, then I did the rumor mill, then I, oh, but then right at the very end of the rumor mill, the very end, Papa's, the, the greatest thing Boppy ever bought, Boppy's me, by the way, the greatest thing Boppy ever bought arrived today. And I know it sounds old man. I don't give a shit. It is an adjustable bed. It is the greatest thing ever. I've already been using it today. So the adjustable bed came. I'm going to have to say, by the way, the adjustable bed from Costco is such a good fucking deal. Now, it was us- it's usually like $600. But for- when I bought it, it happened to be, I was going to buy it anyway. Because I was like, this is, and my back needs this. It happened to be on sale for $120 off. So I got it for, well, with tax and everything, it was just like around 5 Okay. It arrived today. First of all, it's so easy to set up. Okay. But let me talk about it. So it arrived. It literally arrives. I think at the very end of the room, you can hear the doorbell ring because it's arrived. All right. The second the room ends, we go in action because what's happening is the bed frame. I have this awful bed frame. It's so old person. Right, that I had, but that I, I essentially inherited. And luckily, my parents were like, Ooh, um, uh, you have this, you know what? Actually, we could have this bed frame in the girls' room because they're redoing the girls' room just into a guest room. And they had bought a bed frame at Costco because we're going to get to that today. And like, we can return this, get that money back, and then just use your old bed frame. And I'm like, That's fine with me. So, we had to move that bed frame into the other room, move the box spring, because you can't have a box spring on an adjustable bed, put my mattress on this, put the thing together. It was a whole thing. We did, It took about an hour 15. It took about an hour 15 to do all that jazz. Then uh, I was playing my adjustable bed. I watched the rest of Tabloid. Then I spoke to Carlo from Germany. Then I did uh, the tabloid show with Lori. Let me talk about that. And I know there be I know that for those of you who are dual patrons of Bloody Podcast and mine, you're probably going to get mad. You're probably going to say what a horrible friend I am and criticize me, and whatever. But this is my personal journal, and you choose to listen. Lori is a horrible host. Don't get me wrong. She's probably the best second chair, the best co-host 
she's one, probably my favorite co-host. I think she's so funny. She knows how to go with a joke, everything. But as first chair, as lead, awful. Awful. And I knew going into this, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. I don't know why she does this. I've actually talked to her about this. She doesn't seem to care. Where? Well, I actually think it comes from laziness, believe it or not. I think it comes from laziness, and I'll explain in a second. She will literally tell you every single thing that happens and then reads to you. So essentially me recapping this was me listening to Lori read every single moment that happened in this documentary uh, called Tabloid. To the point where I just, I was literally dizzy. I was dizzy. I I didn't know what was up, what was down anymore. I, and then she would go, and then she wouldn't, she would go, and what do you think of that? And here's the deal. This is why it's hard to recap anything that's not a reality competition show. It's because you're like, okay, what do you think of the fact that she kidnapped this guy? Yeah, she kidnapped him. Like, what am I supposed to say? She didn't, I, I don't know, it was awful. And then it went super long. It was like over an hour and 15 minutes. It was just, and I was just like, oh, this is never going to end. I think she picked up on it because she sort of rushed the end a little bit. But, or maybe she saw how long it was, but I was like, this is never going to end. I literally was, my eyes started to get heavy. I could feel myself falling asleep. Well, mostly because I was in the recliner because of my back. But I could feel myself, my eyes getting heavy, and all I wanted to do was just sleep after that, no, during it. When that show ended, I was, I couldn't have been more relieved. I was so miserable on that show. It was, and it, and it, it and I 100% put the blame on Lori. It's just, you're just reading to somebody. And I've tried listening to this bloody podcast and it just seems it's reading. It's sitting there reading Wikipedia articles. And it, it, I know that they fashioned themselves, uh, after, um, what's that famous murder show? Is that what they do too? Is that what these murder shows do? These true crime shows? Do they just read Wikipedia articles? And this is why I said I think it comes from laziness. Because the real work would be taking that Wikipedia article and chopping it down into bite-sized pieces, uh, transforming it into suitable for broadcast audio. There's a difference between reading when you're reading for your own pleasure and then um, reading to somebody. And it just, it, also, I, and I don't know, I think I've talked about my broadcasting theory, uh, on other places. But yeah, this is, oh, oh, this is bigger than it is. Uh, but the thing is, is, um, I don't think people like to hear the same voice for more than, I would say 45 seconds tops. Maybe a minute if they're really on something, but, they don't like to hear the same voice for more. It, look, as I say, I have my solo show for 20 minutes. But even then, even if you're talking solo, they don't want to hear about the same topic or the same. I don't know how to explain it for more than 45 seconds. Notice how I pause there. I do these pauses so that it gives you time to digest that much material. But if you're reading to somebody, it's just you just it's it's hypnotic. I'll be honest with you. It's that's why I think that's why I was getting sleepy. It's hypnotic. And I think, I don't know, I think it takes real work to then take, I, I, look, I'm not, look, for Golden Girls, there's a wiki 
that they have. I literally just get the episode summaries from there. But first of all, I have to do this because their grammar is horrible. But also, they do the same thing sometimes, where it's just like every single fucking goddamn thing that happened. That no, we just need a few sentences. Anyway, so we did that. Tablet was so, so happy to get out of that. And then after that, I had a, a million people called me while I was doing that. Maybe because I was on that show forever. But a million people called me. I had to call people back. And I talked to Aiden. I talked to... Uh, no, I didn't talk to Aiden. Aiden was working. I talked to Adam Vaught. And then I had to go to Costco with my parents to help return this bed frame. And... Uh, it, the, the returning the bed frame was no problem. But my back was hurting. This is the perfect ending. Because then what I did was we came back. We had dinner. And I got in the pool, first swim of the week, got in the spa, and now here we are. So that was my day today. Wonderful. I, I'm sure you guys are glad you heard this. But, you know, tomorrow, I'm telling you, there's a, a, an interesting topic. It's going to happen tomorrow or Wednesday. I don't know when, but it'll happen this week, right here on This Job of Tennis.